This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, January 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Healthy Schools Act has no teeth. Becerra criticizes EPA. An ag negotiator, don't worry about China conditions. Healthy Schools Act has no teeth for enforcement. California requires schools to submit annual pesticide use reports to the Department of Pesticide Regulation and notify parents of what pesticides they plan to use. Yet when the Healthy Schools Act was passed in 2000, lawmakers withheld any regulatory enforcement for the act. The standard for training was also well below the professional licensing requirements for the ag industry, requiring just a two-hour online training. At a DPR meeting last Friday, staff scientist Eric Denemark presented trends he found from pesticide applications. Schools with high use rates, he said, would be shamed into changing their practices. He also said if we can reduce the amount of applications, we can reduce the amount of exposure. But the department doesn't track exposure, and there's no penalty for failure to report or sending notifications. That, according to Riverside County Ag Commissioner Ruben Arroyo, the act specifically calls for reducing children's exposure to toxic pesticides. Arroyo said we have no teeth in doing anything if the schools aren't following the Healthy Schools Act, recommending that the department instead collect data on actual exposure on school grounds. And on that note, DPR is required to report to the legislature this year on the status of the program. The next flood could cost California billions in crop losses. All 58 counties and more than $600 billion in assets and infrastructure across the state are at risk of catastrophic flooding, including the world's most productive farmland. The Central Coast and the San Joaquin River each put at risk about $40 billion in assets. That's according to the Department of Water Resources. In a presentation to the Water Commission last week, DWR floodplain manager Michael Mirzwa explained that the San Joaquin County alone could lose a billion dollars in crop losses. Fresno and Tulare counties, they could lose up to $700 million. Even when fields are bare in winter, flooding can limit a farmer's access to the land to perform critical maintenance. Mirzwa added that the infrastructure to protect us from flooding is aging, while land use is intensifying. The population is also growing and people are moving into at-risk floodplains. Mirzwa pointed out that the problem, which was the reason DWR was formed back in 1955, is being met with insufficient funding. Becerra criticizes EPA on insecticide assessment. In a comment file with the U.S. EPA last week, Attorney General Xavier Becerra argues the agency should perform more studies before advancing the insecticide flonicomid throughout the re-registration process. Becerra claims the neocotinoid would cause significant harm to bees and other pollinators. In a press release, Becerra blamed Central Valley Agriculture for the nation's steepest declines in native bee populations. Now remember, Becerra often works in partnership with environmental groups when engaging on EPA issues, but he didn't cite sources in his comment letter. The advocacy group Beyond Pesticides claimed in May that the pesticide is more toxic than the neocotinoid that it's replacing. Becerra assets the issue is identical to the recent one with the pesticide sulfoxaphore. The Pollinator Stewardship Council and Earth Justice sued EPA in September after it approved sulfoxaphore on several crops. Purdue promises close eye on China sales. 
Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says USDA will be doing its part to make sure China lives up to commitments to buy $80 billion in farm products over the next two years. Purdue told reporters at the American Farm Bureau Federation Convention in Austin yesterday, USDA will be tracking export sales to China and reporting to the U.S. Trade Representative. The administration could impose punitive tariffs on Chinese exports if China fails to honor its pledges and China couldn't retaliate, he said. AFBF delegates debating dairy reform. AFBF delegates will wrestle today with new ideas to help dairy producers deal with the industry's ongoing challenges. The delegates are expected to consider resolutions today dealing with reforms to the federal milk marketing order system, something AFBF has been working on for some time. China's market conditions are not a threat to ag imports. Chinese Vice Premier Liu He raised concerns among farmers when he said at the signing of the trade deal last week, that the Chinese purchases of U.S. farm products would be, quote, based on market conditions. But Greg Dowd, the chief ag negotiator at the office of the U.S. Trade Representative, says there's no reason for producers to worry. He said we don't expect them to buy from the U.S. when the U.S. is more expensive. That doesn't mean that the commitment is any less, Dowd said. The commitment is still a commitment. Finally, here's today's He Said It. These new rules wipe out salmon and other wildlife by allowing wholesale siphoning of water from the North California rivers to a few agriculture operators in the western San Joaquin Valley. That's John McManus. He's president of the Golden State Salmon Association and a Cal Manor's op-ed urging Governor Newsom to sue over the new biological opinions and pull out negotiations for voluntary agreements. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, January 21st. It's brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.